Hello, family and friends. We're here for day four with Pastor Mike Basket and Linda. And Linda was just finishing up telling her story about giving her heart to Jesus at a walk to Emmaus. And a shout out to those type of organizations. I know there's a lot of good things that happen at those of any, any of those folks out there considering something like that. But Linda, I thought today we'd just kind of start talking about how your Mike had got rededicated a week mm-hmm. before and then you got yes. gave your heart to Jesus for the first time and kind of how things changed from that point forward. So we went back and we both realized, you know, the Lord had changed us and was changing us. And we realized that we needed to make some changes in the things, some of the things that we were doing. And one of the things that we recognized is that Mike came to me and we had at this time had only been married like, I don't know, maybe maybe a year or maybe a year and a half. I mean, he came to me shortly there after we went to the walk to Emmaus and he said, the Lord spoke to me and I need to make some changes or, you know, I need to make some changes and this is what I need to do. I need to get rid of my records. And he had an extensive vinyl album record collection. Um, so I'll, I'll let him tell you tell you about that. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, gathered the albums together and, and took them place I worked at at the time, there was a, we had a big dumpster that was never used hardly outside. So I took uh, that, you know, back in the day, I, I, I had uh, what they called Peaches Records, if you were familiar with them. They they sold uh, peach, peach crates to hold records in. Well, I had like two or three uh, peach crates full of vinyl records. Wow. Uh, and I can't remember. It was in the tens of thousands of dollars worth of stuff if you if you assign new price to the records at that at that time, but it was you know a, a lot of money anyway. But I I, I just took them to work and, and and threw them in there because uh, I you know I said something to the Lord about well should I sell them and uh, he said you're going to sell <laughs> the devil's work <laughs> and you know he, he really didn't go too far into it and I was like nah I'm not going to sell I'll, I'll get rid of them and so you know I, I, I took them I, I got rid of them. You know, um, and uh, started purging because you know, God said in His word, He said in the Word, He said to be holy because He's holy, and that word holy, really, it speaks of ownership. You know, we we've been bought with a price. If you're a Christian, you've been bought with a price. You're you're no longer your own. That's right. You're owned, and He owns you. You know, He's He's paid you with a with a price, and you know, I just want to read here in First Peter. It says. In 1 Peter 1, 23, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. So we have an incorruptible seed in us. And that's why even if you have somebody out there that's backslidden, that seed of God that's in them is incorruptible. It's it's not going to change. It's there. Mm -hmm. And it's going to produce in their lives. So just because they're struggling... Don't give up on them. Hang in there because they're they're coming back. And you know there was many times in my life that I you know I, I had backslid and and come back. But then you know as I started, I started realizing and understanding that God had a purpose in my life. Mm-hmm. And even though I didn't understand that at that time, He was He was working in that direction. And so as I yielded to that work, He started to give clarity to it. Of course, I had to put myself in a position uh, that I would I could hear that, 
And through that process, the Lord led us uh, to the church where we could get taught the word of God. And God spoke to us at, at that time and said, uh, I've got a built, I've got a church for you to be, to be at. I remember meeting a, a minister friend of ours uh, at Bob Evans. I went up to him and mentioned that, you know, the Lord was, was, was taking us to a new, uh, a new church. And he, he stood up and uh, spoke to me some things. I'm not going to all that, but he, he said, now the church that God's is going to take you to, don't look at the outside appearance of it, but listen to the word that's preached on the inside because that's the place wow. that God has for you. Wow. And we didn't, we didn't understand where we were going. We, you know, we didn't know anything. And I remember my wife said to me, she said, well, where, what, what church are we going to? I said, I, I, I don't know, but there's been a guy I've been listening to, a pastor on the radio, and uh, I think we should start there because we can just start going to churches and we'll know when the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when right. we get there, we know the, the Holy Spirit will bear witness with our spirits that this is the place. Because yeah. uh, we're not going to go by what we see, we're going to go by His witness. So see, at that at that time in our lives, we're learning to be led by the Spirit of God, even though we didn't even know that, that was even in the Bible. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So here we go to this church in Newburgh, Oasis Church, Pastor Mark Pearl is there, and the building is completely just an old metal building. There's no windows, and when you go in the front door, it slams behind you like you're in a you're in a tomb. <laughs> that is our old you know, church, and that's the old building. That's the old one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no, no, no. They've had many, several buildings since then, and now they're in their own building that was bought and paid for. Praise God. But anyway, anyway, you know, it was the man of God's the. God speaking through the man of God to us and giving us kind of confirmation that don't look for a, a nice little steeple on the outside or mm-hmm. or anything fancy. Yeah. And so we went there and for the fir- really the first time in our lives we were being taught the word of God. Yeah. Amen. Actually taught what the Bible said. Yeah. You know and and I come to realize I was like, well you know really this experience at this at this building is what a lot of people would call a Bible study, right? Mm-hmm. And I come to realize, well, that's what church should be. You should be studying the Bible. You shouldn't yeah. have to have a Bible study to study the Bible. Not that there's anything wrong with that in by itself, but if you're not learned, being taught the Word of God at church, something's wrong. Something's wrong. So you know, we made a connection there with them, and then uh, we we got involved in the in the church. Mm-hmm. Children's church, and, and we did that for several years. Um, we're growing, growing in the Lord, and uh, being taught the Word of God. And then one day, uh, I remember uh, talking to my wife, and I said, "I, I believe the Lord's asking us to, to step away from the children's ministry." And and we prayed about it, and it was maybe a week or so later. Pastor Mark come to come up to us and asked us. He said, uh, "Let me ask you, Pastor." Uh, our, well, he didn't say pastor at that. I wasn't pastor. He said, uh, "Brother, uh, how would you feel about stepping away from the children's church and coming into the sanctuary, you know, all the time?" And it was, you know, it was just God, yeah. Because yeah. God had already spoken to us and told us that we yeah. were coming out of that, out of yeah. that, and into uh, uh, something different. He had something different for us. Yeah. So we did that, and then. Um, 
it was just a short time, maybe a year or so later, God spoke to me. I was on a motorcycle coming to drive into to Evansville from our home in Boonville. And he asked me, he said, uh, I want you to pastor a church. And I said, I remember my first response. I said, no, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not what my idea. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to, because I, I seen what pastors had gone through. I'd been yeah. some at, at other churches fairly close to the pastors. So I, I knew what they went through. And I didn't want to do that. As a matter of fact, uh, I told the Lord no. But then finally, uh, later on, I, I agreed to do it. And uh, so that was a kind of a whole different story there. And we can kind of get into, maybe get into that tomorrow. Yeah, you know, let's do that, Pastor. And, you know, I, I heard the Lord say, you know, the more you hunger for me, the more you'll hear from me. Yes. Right. Because, you know, he's not a dictator. You know, no. He's not going to yeah. cram no. you over the head and say, you better do this right. and this and this. No. But the more we desire him, the more he'll help us to, right. to be in his will. And so, well, looking forward to tomorrow. Pastor, if you would go ahead and pray for our sure. listeners. Father, we, we thank you, Lord, for, for how you're moving in our lives and how you have moved in our life, but also how you're moving not only in, only in our life, but in those lives that are listening right now, Father. We thank you for your hand upon them. We thank you for divine revelation and giving them divine unction to speak your word and to meditate on the word that you have given them and, Father, that you have given us. We thank you for that revelation in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And Pastor, how would they contact you again, please? We're on Facebook page is Church of the Living Word Boonville, or they can call our church phone, which is 812 897 3740. Praise God. Looking forward to tomorrow. Folks, we sure do love you all. And please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.